Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly, co-founders of The Slate, a co-working space in Dallas. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room, and we're going to sit them down, and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick, so you can listen on your drive-in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. So he's currently serving in a marketing role at HBO, but he's also calling on his past at Bravo and on Broadway. John Robert Allman is the author of A is for Audra, a children's book. It's being uh, published by Random House Kids. And he's here to tell us how a theater past is a storyteller's greatest asset. I was working at a theater ad agency and some of my coworkers didn't really know their divas. And I thought that was (laughs) weird that they worked in commercial theater and they like didn't know who certain people were. So kind of as a joke, I literally went home and wrote this alphabet poem uh, as a way of like a you know, Divas 101 for theater people. But how did you know them all? (laughs) (laughs) That's my, that would be my superpower, I guess, just knowing, knowing Broadway divas. So I didn't have to do any research. I just went home and was like, these are who you need to know. And I, you know, wrote it out. And then enough people were like, this is actually really cute and a kind of a fun way that you could share your passion Uh for this with other people, kids, adults, like there's a little something for everyone. How did, how did they, how did they hear it? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Do you sing? I did as a kid. But Do not you anymore. Sing now? No, Why only not? in the shower. It's a, yeah. Oh. Well, it's kind of one of those things that once you get out of it, you you know get get bad. Okay, so. so fast fact: What's your favorite song to sing in the shower? Ooh, I don't know. It kind of changes depending on what's going on. Like every time we see a show, we just saw West Side Story, so we've been doing a little West Side Story in the shower. But it changes all the time. Okay. Yeah. What is your favorite musical? Ooh, I'm kind of one of those dorks that like could never pick, but if I had to, I think Gypsy is my go-to. Gypsy, yeah. Have you seen that one, Joe? Mm-mm, I mm-mm. neither. Old school. But Shelly and I used to do nothing but watch um, West Side Story. Oh. That's true. Puerto Rico, <laughs> my heart's devotion. Let it sink back in the ocean. Wow. I mean, we probably mm-hmm. have watched it. Seven hundred. Always the hurricane <laughs> That was great. The Thank population you. We growing. Can't sing, but we can't sing. You guys got to start like a slate summer stock. What's troop? Oh, like do some shows is, out of here. Yeah, we can tap dance too. There you go. But you that come I can do from too. like you can hop, yeah. shuffle, step, yeah. left, step, stomp, yeah. wing, Flap. wing, wing. Yeah. Okay, so you're you come from the per- performer land. What is the craziest thing that you've seen in your time? In the quote media. Ooh, you mean work, good or work bad? Wise. Yeah, work wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to work at Bravo. Saw a lot of crazy behind the scenes Real Housewives mm-hmm. drama happening. So it is real drama. It is real drama. Yeah. How much of it is a plot, though? I mean, they put them in situations, and then the ladies sort of know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. um, they know how they to like it's not make scripted. the promo. Yeah, yeah they, it's almost improv, if you will. They're it's like they're geniuses improv. at sort of just bringing it. Um, so yeah. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I won't be more specific than that. But Yeah. They, they're good at getting the right personalities. Being in the room, though, as someone that kind of watched it first and then somehow weaseled my way in there, was it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What mm-hmm. was your role? 
Other than whistling your way in the room. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I did digital and social at Bravo for two and a half years. So I was always kind of lurking in the corner, banking content to push out later and get people excited about it, all of that good stuff. Mm, I wish we could talk about the content you couldn't share. Then we would get in legal trouble. Exactly. (laughs) So who is the person that came along? You're like, you know what? I would never have expected that you would have this much depth to you. And you're really kind of fascinating. I, I love talking about I worked on a Broadway show called Bright Star that Steve Martin wrote. And actually just the craziest thing was how chill he is in real life. Hmm. You see him on stage. He's like this crazy sort of like really energetic, wacky guy. And then he's so reserved in real life, which I actually think is hmm. so wonderful and healthy that you can sort of separate the two, have your personality on stage and your personality off stage and not necessarily feel like you have to perform when you're not performing. Oh, wow. um, and that was really eye opening and cool. Hmm. I, I like that. that. Oh, wow. <laughs> we sing this together we, we quote the, each other this is why we do the we podcast just decided to open a co-working space together. yeah so here we are s Co-working, is for the slave. yeah um and then okay so where'd you go from bravo uh i went to an agency called spot co that did advertising full service for mostly commercial theater um, but a lot of entertainment clients so a lot of broadway and then from there i went to hbo which is where i am now and then do you think that's where you got your exposure to all the divas? Was it the ad agency or was it just like just you just fell in love with it from an early age? I kind of been studying this for forever, like listening to cast recordings and going to shows. My grandparents took me to New York when I was for my 10th birthday, but when I was nine. Uh-huh. And we saw a couple of shows, including Annie Get Your Gun with Bernadette Peters, which like ruined everything forever. So I've really been <laughs> into that stuff for, for ever since. Yeah. Um, yeah, and even when I was at Bravo, seeing a ton of theater, listening to theater, writing theater a little bit on the side, all of that, and it's still a, a huge passion of mine. So, so who's the character you love to hate? <laughs> in the book or oh, sure. in general? Either, both. I don't know. I, I really love everyone in the book. Which yeah, is I don't think so you could fun. hate. I don't exactly, feel like yeah. you're a hater on No, me. not yeah. at all. The divas are all for love. Nothing but love for Exactly. The you know, I, I don't necessarily love every role they've ever done or every choice they've ever made. You know, you hit or miss, but they're all great. So Broadway, I feel like, is like everybody who's like, Broadway, you know, you hear this. But if if you're not in the industry that you're in, living in New York and like mm-hmm. the buzz of it all, nobody really gets it. Like how, I mean, we get it. We want to go see it. But it's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, how, how, how do you get on Broadway? Is it as hard as becoming like president of the United States? Like it seems like these people, it's like getting into the Olympics. It's hard. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I was always sort of on the business side once I... I performed a little bit growing up and then did choreography in college and a lot of marketing for theater in college. So I was around it always, but I never really tried to make it as a performer. I have friends that do and are and have, um, and it's hard, but it's it's kind of like a sport. You know, you train you for a long, long time, and it's a lot of work and auditioning and showing up and doing the best you can over and over and over again and almost feeling like that's your job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every once in a while, the stars align and you're the right person for the right show, and it just sort of clicks, and then you get even better by doing that, and it sort of goes from there. And what are you most excited about right now? I mean, you had Jody very, very excited yesterday. I mean, she was <laughs> texting. Helen's holding the book. What is like, you never know the path you're going to take until you're there a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. So what is exciting you most right now in your career? I, I don't know. I'm I'm really happy at work right now. So I'm, actually, I started at HBO only in digital and social marketing, and my team just sort of integrated And so now, in addition to doing digital and social, we're also doing all of the creative and traditional marketing for all of our shows as well as one big super team. And to be able to sort of really see campaigns from end to end like that, as opposed to coming in and only doing the one piece of it, Mm. has been really interesting for me. 
day job wise. And then having this outlet on the side to be creative and like meet all these crazy book people, be in conversation all of a sudden with all of these divas that I've loved forever. Yeah. It's just been really crazy. So I'm sort of enjoying figuring out that balance and being able to do it all a little bit, mm -hmm. have the job that I love during the day and this creative outlet and side hustle thing happening at night. It's awesome. Well, then two questions. Were you part of the John Oliver? The, um, I was. That is. Wait, tell, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the, the John Oliver photo of him in maybe, what, seventh grade? That yeah. Says tell, tell the tagline. I don't know. I don't know what age he was when the photo was taken but there's this amazing Yuck. old school photo of John Oliver that we pulled and used for the season's new uh, like art artwork uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and it's a picture of him and the tagline is if there's hope for him there's hope for all of us <laughs> this which week, we tonight. thought was you know it's so sort of self-deprecating and we never thought he would go for like letting us use that photo in this big way in all of our media for the new season but mm -hmm. he was into it and I think the line sort of speaks to this moment but in such a hopeful nice yes. way um, yeah. So. And it made me love him more. Yeah, It made exactly. me want to watch him more. Yeah. Okay, who was one of the divas that's reached out to you that was the most surprising or came about in the most unpredictable way? They've all been, I mean, so supportive and so much more supportive than I ever would have thought. On the back of the book, there's like 20 of them that gave us amazing quotes so that it not only, you know, we didn't even need like critics to necessarily bless uh -huh. it. The ladies in there were all so uh -huh. honored and so um, gracious to do that. Um, but there have been some really cute, crazy moments. One of them recently, I guess this bo little boy who someone gave the book n named his imaginary friend Audra. Oh. And he's been calling her on his toy phone. Stop it. And talking to Audra. And someone filmed that and tweeted it and tagged Audra oh. McDonald herself. Amazing. And she last week sent him a video back Stop. and said, Hi, this is Audra, your imaginary friend. Thank you for calling me. Stop. And like really went in. And, and you like, didn't instigate this. This is all social media. No, I just saw it kind of happening and was like, you know, harding it all the way and excited harding to see Harding it would, all the <laughs> way. You do do digital free If she would <laughs> write, like not write back, but, you know, send something back. And she did all on her own. And it's just been like wacky to no, watch and just to find out the people that love you yeah. you know like all the all the and a lot of children there was a little girl at the book signing yesterday who you used her favorite page for the actual ad for the dallas and he, you know kind of yeah. letting everyone know you're coming to texas and my friend i said i want you to know that um they're coming here's a screenshot and he goes that's amazing that's hazel's favorite page oh she's <laughs> so cute hazel Did, children have a favorite page of your book How i know it's feel? weird it's weird it is kind of weird right yeah yeah it's kind of the book that I wish I had as a kid. So to see children liking it and really like mm -hmm. getting into it. That I saw yeah, a video. they're sitting in bed with their parents at night holding a book that you created is just little. Yeah. Yeah. Sass Goldberg tweet, uh, Instagrammed a video of her reading it to her daughter. And as she turns every single page, her daughter's saying the name mm -hmm. automatically. Like she's memorized every name and it was just, it's crazy. Well, we need this in our house because we took our four-year-old oh, to, copy. okay, because we took our <laughs> four-year-old to the eye to the doctor and they had to do the eye exam and they're like okay tell us all the letters you know and he's like oh yeah no i don't know any of these letters <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have to start with a as for audra there and get, you go pick, pick up the pace real fast <laughs> um what is go ahead Jen. and really fast so the next book tell us about the ballet so these are Reaching sort out. of mm -hmm. on the dl still okay 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 are we allowed to, so should we stop right there but we have a few more sort of arts-focused children's gotcha. alphabet books coming out in the next couple of years with my okay. same publisher that we're really excited about. Jody's totally trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> I am not trying to get this you in trouble. This is going to go viral, and go. she's getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go. I was just curious. Okay, so a lot of entrepreneurs, et cetera, listen to this kind of stuff. What is just some super tactical – it's always interesting to hear from people who are in an industry not like your own, 
you know, they're in events or they're a lawyer or whatever. What is some tactical advice from where you sit in a digital media world that we can take away today? Ooh, I don't know. For me, as someone who, you know, as we were talking about before, sort of got into Twitter recently and only sort of with the, you know, thought process of like being there just in case, basically, for like the book coming out. It's been so amazing, actually, to kind of just write it out and sort of figure out how that platform works, meet so many amazing people through it. And as now that the book is out, people have sort of been using it to share their love of it, just Mm -hmm. be there for it, as opposed to sort of missing out on it by not being there, has been really awesome. So as someone who was totally intimidated by it before getting into it, Mm -hmm. and then sort of just signing up and like letting it take me where it took me, um, and now has had, you know, had amazing people tagging about the book Mm and just saying amazing things and even just like personally meeting amazing people through it it's been Mm -hmm. really awesome it creates a conversation exactly with people that you wouldn't meet face to face exactly and you end up going down a wormhole and actually talking about very deep crazy cool things for me about theater with people that I never would have met otherwise and have learned so much from and enjoyed getting to know and all of that and what would you say to a parent who's watching this and their kid wants to do theater, but the parent's kind of like, I'm a lawyer. I don't know why I keep going to the lawyer <laughs> thing. It's kind of because yeah, I'm just staring at Jody. I'm right here. No, I mean, like, okay, I'm an accountant. I'm successful. I do really well. We will go to a really good Ivy League school. Enough with this theater thing. What would you say to that person whose kid is, like, veering in a direction that's not the direction that they see as, and I'm doing quote marks right now, see as, you know, the professional career yeah. advancement plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it kind of depends a little bit on where in their life they are and what age they are or whatever. But I do think there's truly, at least for me, and I know for a lot of people that I grew up doing theater with, there's really no better preparation for a variety of things you might do than sort of theater skills. Like on in all ways, that sort of camaraderie and mm-hmm. a similar sort of team building way to doing sports or whatever you create with a cast doing a show the responsibilities that you learn on the other side of things whether you're stage managing running the lights like anything you do theater wise like I think boils down to incredible skills that you can carry across anything you'll do mm-hmm. in a way that is you know pretty unique because you really are getting up there and telling a story and doing a thing that stands on its own and people see and you sort of get a lot of um, like cause and effect really quickly. You can cause see and the... effect really quickly. That is the smartest thing that somebody <laughs> said in a long, that's yes. exactly right. And you have to think on your feet quickly, cause and effect. Well, yeah. and the whole world is cause you know and that. effect. You know that. You try yeah. something and you see what happens immediately. You do exactly. something wrong. You see what happens immediately. You have right. to fix it immediately. It's just very... Um, you get like, constructive criticism immediately, and yeah, then 30 seconds later, yeah. you're being praised, and then, then 30 seconds later, no, that was terrible, do it again, you know. Yeah, so whatever way you're coming at mm. it from, you're learning, um, like, very, very broad, applicable skills that I think, no matter what you do, can only help. Yeah. And look at you on this podcast right now, John Robert. <laughs> Cause look and effect, you. baby. There you Cause go. and effect. It's working. It's working. Your background is working for you. <laughs> okay, two words to describe Bravo. Ooh, um... Let's see. Fun and escapist. Mm, HBO. Quality. And uh, uh, what's what's one word for the thing that I'm trying to say? Like uh, uh, culture making with a hyphen. Hmm. Broadway. Nice use of hyphen. Thank you. Broadway. Broadway. Uh, electric creative. And being an author. Uh, just so nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
cheating, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> what have we not asked you that you want to say? Because we are trying to keep our fast facts to a certain amount of fast. time. Yeah, we're trying to keep it fast that so people can listen to it on like their drive in or their drive home or whatever. Yeah. What are we not sharing that is important to you right now? Whether it's the book or life or whatever. Oh. I always end every interview that's like a, that. That's a big question. Oh, but we're not done yet because I still have a question. Oh, Jody, Jody's <laughs> actually going to probably break out. We kind of touched on everything, to okay. be honest. You know. And can I ask two quick questions? Yeah. Last fast fact is what is the role of musical theater in our culture? Ooh, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I kind of, mm-hmm. my, my theory on musical theater is that, you know, you have people that either love it or hate it. There's mm-hmm. not like a huge gap in the middle, but if you love it and if it works for you, it's far and away, in my opinion, the best delivery method for the messages that it encapsulates. So if you like it, it's like getting straight through the music and the lights and the drama and everything you're seeing live in the same room in front of you, getting to like your heart it's and your soul in a much deeper way than I think any other kind of storytelling. So give it a chance and get into it because I do think when you see the right show at the right time and you're in the right headspace for it and it has the right message in there, mm-hmm. you know, you just never know how it's going to hit you. And if it does hit you, it's more powerful than I think any other kind of story. I love that. Okay, last thing. Yeah. At, the, at the end of your book, A is for Audra, it says, for Mimi, Bobby, Mom, and Dad, <laughs> who knew children would listen. Yeah. Tell us what that means. So in Into the Woods, one of the big songs is called Children Will Listen. And it's kind of just about making sure that you watch what you say and set a good example for your kids because they're always paying attention. Um, And that's sort of like the moral of that show. And so I dedicated the book to my grandparents and my parents and wanted to make a musical theater reference and kind of thought that they always encapsulated that idea of setting an amazing example for me um, growing up and taking me to shows and just letting me be who I was and do what I wanted to do and all of that. So that's what that is. John Robert Allman, we have loved having you. (laughs) Thank Thank you you so much for having me. Thank you for slating it. Slate it, John Robert. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>